So, you know. Let's get it. Yeah. I would assume you consider me a friend. Yeah, I think we established yeah, that okay. uh, in the first episode. I remember people saying how su- surprised they were uh, <laughs> about our essential love fest at the end of the first uh, episode. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like y'all were uncomfortable because I was very comfortable, right? But um, I-, I was comfortable too. But so. I mean, that was before we started working together in this capacity. Yeah, so I don't know how I feel change. about you anymore. You know, you'd be stressing <laughs> me out at times with, with getting the episodes together and editing and whatnot. I'm playing though. I, I think I do consider you a friend, mm-hmm. uh, a close friend. And I think to kick it off, an interesting point about friendships often is how, when did you become friends? Like, I can't recall when you and I would say we actually became friends. Yeah, I can't recall either. I do know, obviously, it's Binghamton oriented or originated rather. And also, it probably had something to do with. Um, government student government body right because we were probably in the new union running into each other more often than not mm-hmm. via either CSA meetings or BSU meetings and yeah. all that stuff so there was you know a bump into each other hey how you doing type of thing and then uh, it probably went from there but I feel like we became closer friends at least after Binghamton yeah right yeah, yeah. and so part of me is like were we actually friends when we were in Binghamton or were we more associates when, like you said we'd run into each other we were part of student organizations where we worked together yeah. but a true friendship and maybe that is the starting point is what is the essence of friendship no I, I think I think at least for me um, there was something of a friendship at mm-hmm. least by my senior year of Binghamton okay. and one of the reasons I could always remember that is just because Jessica always had an issue with you I'm like I don't understand <laughs> what the issue is right i don't understand why like if i was going out of my way to defend then i knew that i was defending you for a reason okay right so i just i just kept saying i don't understand what y'all problem is all right and then and i always left it that that's between y'all right but i wouldn't just let her say and that motherfucker carl and i just wouldn't be just be quiet and listen to (laughs) you know get at you or whatever so you know i I, to me there was there was a college level friendship for sure but yeah we became way better and deeper friends after the fact so um would you consider yourself a person with as many friends yeah i actually do okay uh which is funny because i know people who would say they can count their true friends on one hand Uh um and i think for me as i'm a generally social person though i'm at my core an introvert Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I socialize and I behave in an extroverted manner to overcome my introverted nature. Okay. And I think organically I, I end up with a good amount of friends. It feels weird saying that because I don't want to like not be <laughs> humble and be like, yeah, everybody loves me. It's not mm-hmm. the case. Right. And, mm-hmm. and just as a, your wife is a good example in college, we hated each other. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't think I'm misspeaking and using the word hate, mm-hmm. right? We did not get along. We were on a Caribbean student association together. And I, I do think, and, and it sounds like, you know, I was talked about in terms of our disagreements and the heated nature um, of our relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's weird for me because she was one of the first people I met in Binghamton. I remember she gave me a tour or something like that, mm-hmm. either during, before I became a student or there during a visiting weekend, um, or when I first, when I was a freshman and had just got there. And, but now she's one of my dearest friends. And I, I think, you know, that's a result of over time growing and realizing getting out of that 
atmosphere that was negative and realizing that we didn't really have a reason mm-hmm. to to not like each other. And I think actually my friendship with you is a direct result of her. I think that is true. Yeah, right? The strength of it is really through her. It's I think not, my de- friendship with a lot of bigots and people is a direct result of her. Otherwise, I probably would have floated off. Yeah, but, and, and that's why I was saying that I, I feel like our relationship became stronger after Binghamton because not to say I remember you in Binghamton. But I don't remember a strong tie, mm-hmm. in a sense, or a, a connection beyond like what you mentioned in terms of the organizations and passing mm-hmm. and whatnot and, and some other things. But after, you know, my friendship, the growth of my friendship with her has led to our friendship. Mm-hmm. I, I won't say which is greater than the other. Mm-hmm. And I don't think. I think we know the answer to that. <laughs> you don't have to say anything. Uh, it's Jess. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not stupid. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. <laughs> You're not trying uh, to go back to the Binghamton days. Uh, <laughs> I get it. It's okay. But um, I, I think what it was it also, in, in so back to your actual point, is, yeah, I do think I have a, a lot of friends. And I'm not one of those who's like no new friends, but I let it happen organically. I'm not out here looking for um a new friend do you have a lot of friends from when you were younger still actively in your life uh, actively no so the the ones who are still active are from high school many of whom went to binghamton so my my true friendships to this day solidified in college uh even if they they solidified after it's mainly with people from college people i grew up with were mainly in church and those were, in thinking about it, they naturally kind of fade away because they were based on church. Right. And the, being the communal aspect exactly of, of and, that one thing. Exactly. And not necessarily a true organic friendship that would have been built if we met elsewhere or if we were interacting in different spaces all the time. And, and I think that people grow apart. Do you think there is power? dynamics in friendships yeah certainly and do you recognize that amongst the people that you find yourself friends with right so what i mean when i say that is do you have to be the main guy or is there elements of you being the main guy amongst your friends to both keep you happy and you know kind of maybe congregate and keep the congregation kind of happy, if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm following what you're saying, so flesh that out for me a bit more. So I'm thinking, is it easier for you to maintain friendships if you're doing well than maybe some other people? Do you think you'd be uncomfortable if your friends ascended and then you're like still kind of call from the block type of thing? No, but I think what's happened and also part of why a lot of my friendships from childhood have faded is because I ended up ascending, right? Mm-hmm. I went to college, uh, a decent amount of them either didn't or they went to community college or, or stayed here in Brooklyn and never really experienced living away from home, meeting new people from different places, though a lot of people in Binghamton and friends are from New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think I at one time was that person. And so I like to think that I wouldn't, you know, if you go out and and become a multimillionaire, Mm -hmm. which I hope you do, I'm not going to look at you and think we can't be friends anymore. I think 
that that has affected some of the friendships I've had historically. Say more. So, you know, some of the friendships that I had when I was younger, I think, faded away because of how our lives went, mm-hmm. right? But I, I think if you were more specific, and I don't want to get too specific, but you were more specific and looked at how our lives went, me and these friends, they they went not diametrically opposed, but it was like they had some issues and made decisions that I knew I wouldn't necessarily have made or I wasn't necessarily on a path to make with regards to going to college and the pursuit, specifically around the pursuit of education. Let's keep it, let's keep it simple like mm-hmm. that. And then, and then the aspirations that I wanted after that. So when I look at it now reflecting, cause I wasn't thinking this in real time. Yeah, of I, course. I, I do wonder, like sometimes I think about a couple of friends of mine, why I just don't keep, keep up and or pick up the phone. I'm like, I don't know if I'd have anything I'd really want to talk about. Yeah. Like I'd want to know if they and their family are well, but after that's been answered, pretty sure I, I'm done. But I, I think that's just a, na- that's a natural and organic thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And otherwise you're forcing it. it. There are a lot of times conversation just flows freely with mm-hmm. people you're most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not because the other person is doing anything wrong. No, it's just, you don't have similar interests or aren't connected in similar ways that allowed the conversation to naturally free flow. So I think to your point before about the first level is caring. Mm-hmm. The second level is connecting mm-hmm. and, and being able to converse based on some common connection that gotcha. you have. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, are you you're more associates, you're more people who happen to be in the same circle, but are you necessarily friends? Well, it's good to know that we, we're actually friends for, before success. So don't do me dirty and I wouldn't be. <laughs> uh, okay, son. Um, <laughs> I, I think that in this one, you would ascend and forget about me. Probably. That's more I, likely than I, I than appreciate anything. you admitting it. No, no. I thought I you never, were going to fight me on that. I would never forget about you, um, man. I'd be, I'd be like, I'd like to thank know. Carl. Can we give him a round of applause? Bring him, let's bring him on stage. That's um, what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Okay. Uh, I, I think that, you know, you would be the one. No. But for now, let's both be the one. Let's yeah. see where this ride takes us. Yeah. Um, I think success or failure, you know, everything's a life lesson. And in reality, you can kind of construct your friendships the way you want them to be. Mm-hmm. And that's a wrap. That is a wrap on another episode of Not Over Text, Conversations Better Had in Person with your boys, Carl and Sam. Thanks for listening. Let us know your thoughts by emailing us at notovertext at gmail.com and following us on Instagram at notovertext. The podcast is available on all major platforms. That includes Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google. Anywhere podcasts live, you'll find us there. Subscribe and give us five stars five stars and also leave us comments and we will read through your comments but only five star comments so if you have shade throw the shade and also throw me five stars <laughs> and if you're upset at sam for not reading your less than five star comment let us know about it by leaving us a voice memo using the anchor app awesome thanks for listening to another episode of not over text